If you're in the path of total, was it path of totality? Yeah. Otherwise, it's not a total cups of the heart. Right. It was like a partial one. Right. Next week, the first total eclipse of the sun is going to be visible in Oregon. First time since 1979. Over a million people are estimated to be visiting the state to witness the astrological. Is it astrological? I think it's astro- astronomical. Astronomical. Both. Yes. It's both. To learn more about what makes this eclipse such a big deal. We're in studio with Kira and Kira, hosts of the Science Show. Everything is interesting. Good morning, Kira. Good morning. Good morning. I meant I meant yeah, well you both yeah. said it, so it worked. We're both here though. Yeah, we're both in the studio. Aren't you so it's excited? Way better. <laughs> it's way better. It's way better. <laughs> it's better for me. Also because you know when like someone's starting and stopping to talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, she's about to be done and then you, oh, yeah, it's you can see you can see facial expressions oh, yeah. and, and social cues. Language. It's important. Anyway, we're so excited to be here. We're super, super excited about the eclipse. Yeah. So okay. Total solar eclipses actually happen pretty often, but it's rare that they pass over places on the Earth where lots of people can actually view them. So the last one was in March of last year, but it was only visible if you were in parts of Indonesia or if you happened to be out in the waters of the Pacific Ocean. So if we had gone to Indonesia or if we had a really good boat... Yes. Yeah. We could have. We could have gone. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. total solar eclipses happen. I, I think I read on average uh, about every two years. It just it just depends on where on Earth you can view them from. So the one that's happening this weekend on August twenty first at I think what ten fifteen in the morning. Around Roughly. there, yes, depending on where Look you are up. in Oregon. <laughs> but it's the first one since 1918 to cross the United States from the West Coast all the way to the East Coast. That's a lot. Yeah. So what makes a total solar eclipse so special? Is it primarily the sign that people have been calling for to address the ills of our nation? Obviously. Is this a response to Which ha- prayer Yeah, that and sign protest? happens every two years. We just aren't around. <laughs> the, you yeah. know, the sun's like, guys, get your act together. Right. So, okay, the, re- the reason that a total solar eclipse is so special is because it only happens when the sun, the moon, and the earth are perfectly aligned with each other in that order. And perfectly aligned is kind of the main point. At the moment of this rare perfect alignment, for us here on Earth, the moon will appear to slide completely in front of the sun, kind of like a round door sliding shut over a vault of treasure in an action movie. When this happens, the moon will then cast its shadow onto the Earth, and anyone who is in that shadow or in the path of totality will be plunged into the darkness of night. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, and for our, us nerds, one of the things that's so amazing about eclipses in general, since you asked, is that they can happen at all. Like, what are the chances? That's the weird part. Right? That it's weird. is the weird part. It's so, it's and nobody so cool. talks about this. Like, we totally take it for granted. Nobody wants to talk about this. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Bringing up the big, the big issues. So, well, like, what are the chances that the sun and the moon would appear to us to be exactly the same size in the sky? Like, the sun is 400 times bigger than 400 times bigger but it's also 400 times further away 400 times further away from the earth than the moon so to us they look the same size which is weirdly coincidental and i would argue science magic i mean think about science that. magic what by the way i'm not i'm not tr- attempting to mansplain i'm attempting to what are they mic boost or whatever the, <laughs> the kids call that it proportionally the distance it is far away from the earth is the same as the proportionate 
size that is different from the moon. That doesn't make any Whoa. sense. We just talk. Mind blown. This is do, doesn't this, Kira? Doesn't this Kira? other Kira? Sure. Who doesn't doesn't <laughs> this cut against all the, the essential underpinnings of your understanding of the world? Because it demonstrates God. Oh no. my goodness! No. You sure? No. I mean, I, I could see I how it could reinforce that if that is your choice in faith, but no, that that would not be my logical path of conclusion. What is? The, about just the, huge, huge coincidence. <sighs> the scientific conclusion of quinkadink. The thing is, we we don't know what the odds are. We don't know what the odds are that the sun and the moon look exactly the same size on Earth because we haven't found enough planets with moons to yeah. measure how far away their suns, their central stars are, and how far away their moons are. I wish so you it could, could see be, my face. it could be I'm that like really every inhabited, we only have one moon. If we had like twenty thousand, if we had like twenty thousand moons <laughs> that are gravitational, she, then, then like, we would be wobbly. It'd be kind of well, unless they were really well placed. But we'd yeah. have really good chance of solar eclipses. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, right? then that, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and keep, okay, keep yeah, we get we get a. Okay, the path of yeah. the path of totality, that's where everybody is heading, right? So so help ex- us understand that. Right. I've been hearing a lot about this, but nobody ever explains what it is. Basically, it's right, it's, it's, we're just going to say it's it's a it's a magic trick. So just leave it at that. No. The it's a 70 mi- 70 mile wide um path, and it's essentially where the direct shadow of the moon, also known as umbral shadow, is going to fall as the moon orbits around the planet. Across the U.S., it will draw a band that starts uh, around Lincoln City on the coast and curves all the way down towards Florida. So the people who are lucky enough to be standing in the path of totality will be under the complete shadow of the moon, where no photons of light can make a direct path from the body of the sun to the Earth. Again, nobody wants to talk about it, but that is amazing. <laughs> now, if I'm outside the path, like here in Portland, I need to go some number, was it 20 miles to the southwest or something to be in the path about of totality? That, yeah. Nickmanville, I think. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm just standing in Portland, I won't be standing directly in the shadow of the moon, so I don't get the full experience. Yeah. I've heard somebody somebody asked me, in fact, somebody on the team here said, well, I'm a, it's like 99%, right? So isn't it okay? So help us understand the difference between 100% and 99%. It's actually yeah. pretty significant. So yeah. if you're standing outside the path of totality, then you'll be in what is called the moon's uh, penumbral shadow. Most of the sun's Penumbral light. shadow. Yeah, it's it's those shadow. three letters that really make the difference. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it means that most of the sun's light is reflected away by the moon, but some of the light rays coming from some extreme edges of the sun can still travel in a straight line and reach your eyes directly. So to think about it geometrically, if you're standing in the center of the path of totality, you could draw a straight line from the top of your head through the center of the moon and right to the middle of the sun. But if you're standing outside this path, say in Portland... Um, the line from the top of your head to the moon would then have to bend slightly to reach the center of the sun. It's a pretty simple concept, but if you want to prove it to yourself, simply have a friend hold up a quarter so that it blocks your view of a lit light bulb. There's a perfectly straight line between your eyes, the quarter, and the light bulb. As long as it's 400 times That's as right. smaller. Yeah, make sure you do that math. Times <laughs> do the math. Away. Right. Okay. But if you're doing this little at-home experiment, if you move your head even an inch kind of in any direction, like left, right, up, down, then the light from that bulb will be visible again because you've put a bend in the line that connects the three elements of this experiment. So, so. you still see it. I think what I heard you say was you still see a lot of the light. Yes. You still see a lot of the light. You don't just see 1% of the light. You see if it's 99% covered. You see more than that because the light bends around because it's sneaky. Is no, that, that I, that's, no, I didn't that's hear what that. we're saying. We're simply Damn saying that, 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 okay, so. It won't be a perfect blackout. In Portland, you'll see 0.8% okay. of the sun. Yeah. But that little bit of, I mean, because the sun is so strong. And oh, because that 1% is still a lot. Yes. yes. 
so okay. much. Yeah. All right. So it's not you're yeah. not going to get total. So it's darkness. not because of sneaky light, yeah. like I was thinking. Right. It's just yeah. that even the light that's not sneaky is a big deal. I can't. Yes. I can't believe okay. that you're not making a political joke about the one percent being an important percent. Okay, so if you can't picture what this looks like, which is fine because who does geometry in their head? We've posted a diagram of the alignment of these three celestial bodies on our website, plus a handy viewing guide on everythingisinteresting.org. Do you think that only the wealthy should be allowed to see the path of totality? Obviously. Is that your joke? It's not funny. <laughs> it a joke. Are you guys, are, are y'all going, are y'all going to the path of totality this weekend? Yes! Holy crap, yes! How could we miss this? Where are you going? There, there's a member, another member of our team who keeps asking everybody what their plans are, and oh. then when they tell him, he says, can I come? We can't, <laughs> no, we can't talk about it. This is, this is every private time. information. I've seen him do it like three times. Hey, what are your plans for the eclipse? And they say, oh, yeah. I'm doing this, and they do could I come? He's <laughs> doing it. You know what? Here's what I have to say. If you can't make it down, because traffic's going to be insane, but it's like what? it's like 20 miles. Like, get on your bike. Come on. You're going to miss this? Yeah, and real? here's why you don't want to miss it, right? Because being within the path of totality means that whoever, if it's you, it's us, we will experience about 90 seconds of dun 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 <laughs> nighttime. In the middle of the day, people, in the morning. The sky will be as dark as it is about 20 minutes after sunset, usually. And it's cool because it'll sound a lot like this time of day as well. So as the sun becomes more and more obscured by the moon, animals that typically become active at dusk will start making noise, like frogs and crickets really? and birds. Yeah, yeah, you'll get They're, also, They'll get super confused. How long does it last? Like 90 seconds. Depends. If you're like yeah. in the exact center of the exact... Yeah. Uh, of the path of totality, I think it's like two minutes. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, but there's a range, but it's, it's still, it'll be. That's only for the real rich people. It also, it also, the temperatures may noticeably drop because, you know, really? you have all the yeah. sunlight hitting you. And yeah. also if the skies are clear, the stars and the planets come out. Yeah. And, and then, and then if you're in that path of totality, then, so, so you say the frogs will start talking, uh-huh. but they got to be kind of fast frogs, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's nighttime. We better get going. You know, it's yeah. like, not, they don't wait like six minutes to see if it's just like really dark clouds. Right. They, just, they get going. Well, it's an interesting exercise in, in how much, uh, you know, the solar patterns and circadian rhythms, uh-huh. um, you know, all animals just are. the frogs yeah. are really pulling themselves and up by their bootstraps. And I think it's less about what right. starts really, to talk. And it's more that the things that have been talking, like birds and insects and things, they will go silent. Yeah. Because it will trigger their, you know, whatever it is in their biology that says, hey, it's time for night. And it will make me the mosquitoes want to come out and bite yeah. you. So help me understand about the sun's corona. Okay. And I don't believe that is its summertime beverage of choice. <laughs> it might be. We don't know. Uh, I, but So help me understand. Help us understand that. <laughs> oh, man. It is so cool. This is the other thing. If you're in the path of totality, you get to see the sun's corona. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, and, you know, another f- amazing feature of the solar eclipse is that it can only happen when the moon is new, which I think is pretty rad. Wait, I didn't get to explain what the corona was. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just drop that bomb. Then we're like, bye, corona. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just get so excited. I'm like, Guys, nerd rant. The sun's corona is the upper atmosphere of the sun. Yeah. We can't usually see it because it's pretty faint compared to the glaring brightness of the body of the sun, but it extends millions of miles into space from the surface of the sun. It's super mysterious, and this is also going to give scientists yeah. a really awesome chance to be able to yeah. see. So it is, it is astrological. As a, and, and as well as uh, astronomical. Um, yeah, and you know, one of my favorite things is like, we, I looked up what ancient cultures thought of yeah. the solar eclipse because, right? Because they don't know, they, they were dumb. So they didn't know anything. They were just like, You're oh my mean. God, the moon again. Right. You're so mean. They didn't know. Ancient cultures they did not dumb. have this show. Right. They didn't have microphones. I they know. You're basically talking about me. Like I, I, I didn't have you, they didn't have you to answer their questions for. Right. Me. Well, you're welcome for being here. So, uh, 
many ancient cultures did not view the total disappearance of humans' primary source of light and heat as a positive event. And in fact, the word eclipse is derived from the Greek word eclipsis, is probably how you say that, which means an abandonment. Okay, so any tips on how to watch the eclipse? Uh, Airbnb, uh, expensive campsite, you already mentioned ride a bicycle, (laughs) faulty glasses from Amazon. What are your what are your tips for watching it? Like try to channel a Norse god who thinks it in fact or a Norse person who in fact thinks it's a Norse god. Cry because of your abandonment. So the number one tip is even though this is an amazing thing that's happening, if you don't have those special glasses, don't look directly at the sun. Ever. That's the important thing. Is part. it really that big a deal, though? Because it's sort of like, I looked at the sun when I was a kid a bunch of times, and I'm not blind. I'm just going to say, I'm not saying look at the Can, sun. I I'm just saying I was told so many times never to look at the sun. Look, I looked right at it. Like I'm a, not, I've seen it a bunch I of times. I can't be there to hold your head steady, but I, I can't on this science show, like, in good faith endorse looking at the and that's sun. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody's got to say no, but how bad is it, is my question. I don't know. I, I mean, don't know. I, I guess if you think about it, if you look at the sun for five seconds, that's a lot different than staring at it, waiting for an eclipse that happened mm, for an truth, hour. Truth, truth. Um, yeah. Also, don't use regular sunglasses. Um, you have to have those eclipse glasses because the regular ones let thousands of times too much sunlight into your eyes. What are those? Yeah. What's special about those glasses? They're super dark. If you look through them, like just in, <laughs> is no, that seriously? really all it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look well, and I, I don't know, I didn't make them, but if you look through them in your living room, you can't see anything at all. It's pretty crazy. But um, and another important thing is, even if you what have about blue blockers. Probably no, not. No, Even if no. you have those special eclipse glasses on, you still can't look at the sun through a telescope, binoculars, or your phone or a camera because the lens of your camera phone, whatever, will concentrate the sun's rays. And so they're so strong that even with the eclipse glasses on, they can hurt your eyes. Should people keep their pets inside? Uh, no. Uh, no, I don't think no. so. No, let them roam free. The pet, let all your pets roam the pets, free. No, not so t- somebody, the somebody asked if they should, shouldn't people keep their pets inside. No, it's not 4th of July. I, I mean, you could fine. because it's going to be crazy out there. Yeah. All right. So what if I'm in the path of totality, mm-hmm. I'm still not supposed to watch the eclipse without glasses. Well, you okay, here's the thing. If you are in those 90 seconds to 2 minutes when the sun is 100% covered, only 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 if you're in the path of totality, yes. not in Portland. Right. Well, you won't see it covered completely. Then you can look at it. Okay, so keep your glasses on. Yeah. And then as soon as it's totally covered, yeah. You can take your glasses off yes. real quick. Yeah. But put them yeah. right back on. Like, and, and as soon as it. the as soon as the frogs <laughs> stop doing their frog thing. I don't thing, know if yeah. the frogs are a good indicator. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> they might be a lagging indicator. <laughs> so Crickets. everyone around you will be What's counting, the so best don't even worry about it. Audible indicator. I don't have one. Yeah, we I don't know. We weren't alive for the last one that was in Oregon, so you could probably watch it live streaming when they say it's it's a hundred percent, then you can go. All right. And then, uh, do we have any other questions? Do we have any other questions for our I- I- any other text questions that people have about the eclipse? What I was interested in the in the ancient cultures thing. Yeah. W- what did the Greeks think? Do we know? I don't know about the Greeks, but the the Norse mythology is that there was a wolf that constantly changed. Well, the sun was being dragged across the sky in a chariot by some horses, obviously, and then there was a wolf that was constantly chasing it, and so a solar eclipse was when the wolf finally caught the sun, yeah. but he always kind of barfed it back up. So what do we, an- <laughs> what do we anticipate that? the birth rate being nine, uh, nine months after the eclipse? What? Hopefully nothing, because if pay attention, people. 
Wait, oh, um, you, you think because everyone's going to get busy during hey, the Hey, listen, you, y'all, y'all are the science <laughs> Maybe people. Like, that you're like nine months and an hour after yeah, the eclipse. Yeah, that's like, why are you doing that? that? you got to be watching this event. Listen, yeah. some dude put like a thing on Tinder, like something on Craigslist. I forget where it was, saying, and like describing <laughs> what he wanted to do. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying necessarily at that moment. People are camping. They're getting. Yeah. And, okay, and what is the correlation between this eclipse and, and the ac- actions of our recent president? I said recent instead of current because I'm not sure where things are right now. That's your job no to do comments. that analysis. Yeah, that's, that's your job, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to say thanks so much to our wonderful friends for being here today. Thank you so much for having yeah, us. We're if super you, glad to be if here. If you can get to the path of totality without losing your mind or your life in the crowds, then do it. This do it. eclipse is going to be the experience of a lifetime. Do it. And we'll see you guys next week a little older, a little wiser, and one natural phenomenon richer. Do you want to take us out, Jefferson, with an awe-inspiring description of this impossible-to-describe event? Um, These are the words of Annie Dillard. I saw a circular piece of sky appeared, suddenly detached, blackened and black-lighted. From nowhere it came and overlapped the sun. It did not look like the moon. It was enormous and black. If I had not read that it was the moon, I could have seen the sight a hundred times and never thought of the moon once. At once, this disk of sky slid over the sun like a lid. The sky snapped over the sun like a lens cover. The hatch in the brain slammed. Abruptly, it was a dark night. On the land and in the sky, in the night sky, was a tiny ring of light. The hole where the sun belongs is very small. A thin ring of light marked its place. There was no sound. The eyes dried. The arteries drained. The lungs hushed. There was no world. Thanks for being here with us today. I'm Kira Kleenberg. I'm Kira Lindenberg.